Before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a quick second and shout out my guy, Josh Whiting, a.k.a. Bright Cole. Man, he is such a phenomenal and dope designer, creating logos and brands for youth ministries, conferences, churches, and you guessed it, your favorite fashion podcast. Bright Cole is working on some new logos and branding for us right now. It's been a super awesome process getting to work with him. We hopped on a call. We talked about some brands and logos we were feeling, talked about direction, and he's in the lab right now cooking up the freshest designs. So if you want to update your logo, you want to give your youth ministry a new look, or you're just looking for some dope insight on branding, hit up my guy, Bright Cole. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram at Bright Cole, and you can go to brightcole.com and sign up for his email list. It's actually monthly-ish, packed full of value and sick content, and it will not bug you. So hit up our guy, Bright Cole, and get the bright cold difference today today on the show we've got the midway mobster the rook of reading the six-man monster the pharaoh of friends the music man with a magical van the cornhole killer the homeschooled hero oh country you are my country you could say the price is right for this episode he's 100 not human but he's making boxes push me to the edge all gable's friends are dead men the front man for the band gable price and friends this is gable price this is Minnesota streetwear gable welcome to the pod wow that was beautiful i'm gonna need you to help me prepare some intros for everything i do for the rest of forever that was gorgeous hit up our creative agency was there any name or moniker that really stood out to you i i I mean the midway mobster right away kind of hooked me and yeah, then yeah. when you went, oh, country, yeah. you are my country, that was a good one. I, I think I could break down each of them, and it will take a while. But okay. I think all of them ministered to me. <laughs> Praise God. And that is, yeah, that is our goal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of <laughs> Ministry Wear. I am your host, as always, the Prince of Prayer, Carson Cooper, joined by my guy, the Osho himself, Theo, Reverend Ryan. Theo, how you feeling, big guy? Feeling great. Ready for another episode. Dude, we are locked and loaded, and we've got Gable Price on the pod. He is a you know front man for a band uh, named after himself. We'll get into that later on, but he's super dope. All right. Yeah, we're excited to have him. He does have friends, though. We can verify. Um, we're excited to jump into today's episode, but Theo, do what you do, big guy. Yeah, yeah. So, Gable, we start every episode with what we call the fit check. So the question I have for you is, would you like God to rain down blessings on you, or would you like him to well something up inside of you? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check from head to toe or toe to head? My gosh. Yes, I will absolutely start <laughs> it from toe to head. Perfect. Okay, um, good choice. I'm going to push my little laptop stand back. Okay. All right. Yes, so he's giving us the full HD visuals. Yes, here's the bed I've been staying in while I've been home in Ohio. Love it. Um, these are some Aztec vans, like Sick. nice little pattern ones that I got in 2014. I don't think they Heck sell yeah. them anymore. I'm nice. sure they got in trouble at this point. Um, <laughs> we got some the classic Nike dry fit socks yep. yeah. um, uh, from none other than TJ Maxx. Dang. And we got the, the classic the Patagonia, Patagonia baggies. Ooh. Here's the thing is it's a lot easier to dress in the fall. Mm-hmm. or in like the colder weather because you mm-hmm. can do layers and now yep. I'm it's getting warmer and I'm like you know we're gonna be showing out what you... yeah what do you know what inseam those baggies are rocking at are those five inches seven inches where does Gable Price and his friends fall on the inseam debate 
<laughs> I think they're five inch and seam. I like that dog. Yeah, a little bit more, a little less of the imagination, but still kind of keeps you, you know. There's a certain level of purity security, but. Oh, yeah, Not yeah, we can't. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And then I've got the Josh Baldwin Let the Redeemed shirt. Sick. Heck yeah, support the homies. Yeah, I got to support the homies. This uh, bandana is my, um, I was part of a bandana of the month club for a while called bandana of the month club dude i need to hit that up i'm a big uh bandana yeah bandana man bandana man okay bandana man bandana and it says home is where the is home is where your dog is wow i could skip i could skip that one personally but it looks great on you. You know, the reason why I ended up canceling is because there were a lot of ones that I would get, and I'd be like, there's nudity on this. I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> nah, <yeah. laughs> the friends did not approve. Uh, the friends would approve. I don't think that um, Gold, the, friends wow. the friends would approve. Oh, there it is. Um, and then yeah. I am rocking a, a hat from, yeah. okay, I'm going to pull my hat out of there. Um, go Goodfellow and Co. Target. Dang, shout it out, dude. I almost went and grabbed the shirt that's right there because it's more, I mean, it's actually like something that's not like, you know, name brand, but yeah, yeah. here we are. Um, Bro, I love it. What, wait, you said you had another shirt as our uh, auxiliary? Yeah, this is my auxiliary shirt. I will Have- I'll go ahead and I'll pull it out. I've been wearing this one. It's pretty cool. It's got like a couple different patterns on it, like Ooh. different oh, ceiling yeah. stitches. It's from a brand called Kenton Kerwin. Whoa. It used to be owned by David Beckham. Oh, wow. Shout out to Theo and all the hooligans out there. True. All the hooligans. <laughs> um, and so I got this a while back um, because I saw a photo of Caleb Chapman from Calling House wearing uh, a like rugby, like oversized rugby shirt. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is such a sick shirt. And I started looking for him everywhere. never could find it. And all of a sudden... Um, my girlfriend just, you know, she's like, Hey, I found the shirt, just did some searching, found yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Here you go. I and do. I ordered this one with it. And so I was more excited about the rugby shirt. And then That's this dope. one came and I wear this one more. So here we go. That's it. Let's go, dude. You just, you right. on so many, but Theo, before you wrap that fit check, Gable, this is how I know this is a match made in heaven. It's cause you just in that fit check, you hit on several main tenets of the pod without even knowing it. Okay. First one. First one, it's supporting the homies. It's supporting your people. You're wearing your guys' tea. Um, we've said it time and time. Yeah, real recognizes real. Because um, it's so surprising in this pod how you know we're finding success. Tons of it, okay, right? I will say that. Um, but it's so surprising how like people we don't know are big fans, and then people we know personally like don't even listen to it. And you're like, okay, yeah, 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 cool, cool. And so it's put a greater emphasis on Theo and I whenever we have friends, you know, doing creative projects or whatever. Like, hey, we need to like we need to be their number one champion, you know, because if we're not going to do it, you know, who else is going to do it? And then the second uh, main tenet is um, you hit on it too. It, it's cite the reference. So see the reference, make it your own. And you just said like, yo, I saw a piece that I liked and I acquired it, but then I saw this other thing and it added to it and then it morphed in. And so, dude, this is how I know we're on the same freaking wavelength. Yeah, absolutely. And the game recognizing game thing, man, I can't tell you how many times I've had, you know, we sell out of a merch item and then someone messages me like, hey, I will, I will pay extra for this. I just need you to bring it back. 
And then there's like the homies that are like, hey, since we're close, can I have free merch? I'm like, no, you should be the one paying more. Um, And I'm like, if you were one of the homies, you would be like, I would love to support you with this. Especially when we were early on, we were doing like really small batch stuff from kind of like bigger name um, distributors, like a custom ink or something like that, Mm -hmm. that are great when you're ordering a ton and ton of stuff. But yeah. we were ordering like custom colors, uh, or what was it? Um, comfort colors, t-shirts, right, yeah, yeah. and they were costing us twenty bucks, and we were selling yeah. them for twenty five. And then we ended up losing like two hundred bucks on it because so many friends were like, "I'll rep you to my." They're like, "Gave a price. I am your friend." Yeah, yeah. They're like, "I'm kind of one of the friends, you know. I brought you coffee once, and I'm like, ah." No, that's real. That's real. Well, it sounds like that is a complete fit check. I agree. Okay, Gable, long-time listeners of the pod will know that there are three main subjects of the pod, and they are as follows. Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo. Ourselves. So um, today for the pod, we're going to start out um, probably the most pressing and important as we do every week, and that's going to be the guys. So um, (laughs) for the people that don't know you, they've been living under a rock and they have no clue about you or your friends. Would you kind of just describe a little bit who you are, but more importantly, just the sound of the music and what you guys are really doing cooking up out in the, um, the big bear state, the grizzly state? The old bear state. No, yeah, man, I'm I'm Gable. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, uh, no, basically, you know, I've all I grew up church kid, total church yeah. kid, uh, and always led worship. My dad was a worship pastor, so uh, it was just kind of what I always did. I loved it. It was what I always wanted to do. And I moved out to California for ministry school because I wanted to do that since I was like twelve. Um, and I got just about every no possible yeah. um wow. you know every like you know turned down for every single thing i got turned down for school worship teams didn't even get audition live and then um eventually got put on for acoustic guitar so that there's some belief there definitely then i got turned down to lead in like prayer rooms mm-hmm. and stuff like that it just seemed like every you're like even the 2 a.m slot can i have that one they're like well <laughs> we want to keep the fire burning and <laughs> They're like, like we need intercessors too, and you're like, oh, cool, 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 cool. yeah. They're, they're like, yeah. but you have all these pedals. You should just play guitar. I'm yeah. Like, um. Uh. Yeah. So I just got just about every no possible, and then you know, like, made some really good buddies who were on worship teams, and then I just kind of I I wanted to move home after my first year of ministry school. wasn't gonna finish up the three year program, and then so me and my buddies we kind of hatched a plan. We we're like, hey, we're like some of the only two people, or the only three. It was me. My friend Adam, my friend Daniel, we were pretty much the only three um, people on worship teams at that point that weren't going on the March mission trips. Mm-hmm. We just okay. kind of decided we've all, all kind of had like a feeling. I was going on a mission trip that summer um, out to Monterey to visit a kid I've sponsored for a while. Um, and uh, I was like, I just don't really want to go on these school trips. They're really expensive and a little bit vacation-y. And so um, I just decided not to. Then Adam did, Daniel did. So we're like, what if we just, what if we went and recorded an EP? And so we yeah. went out to, uh, so we raised a thousand bucks, thousand dollars, thinking that that Sick. was enough for an EP to pay people. <laughs> and uh, nice. made our way out to Sacramento during missions week, had some friends who I didn't realize that the guy who, like our buddy, who's amazing and has grown a ton since we started, like just recently just produced, they're like co-produced or co-wrote a track for Demi Lovato or something like that. Oh, awesome. Um, crazy. But like, so he, so we go out there and he's like, Hey, who's mixing this? And we're like, Oh, we have to find someone else to mix it too. Um, <laughs> yes. Cause, cause our buddy, our buddy Jace was recording it, but uh, right. our, our buddy Aaron was like, who's, who's going to mix it? And I was like, I right. don't know. And he's like, 
I might be able to like, what, how much do you have left? And I'm like, what are your rates? And he's just like, I'm, you know, X amount of song, which was more than we raised for the whole. Yeah. 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 And I was like, we have $150 left. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'll give you a, he's, he's like, I'll do it for a hundred bucks. Save the 50 for distribution. Just totally hooked us up. That's um, sick. Yeah. But yeah, that was just kind of, you know, I, that's kind of who I am. I moved out to California in that van with my dad. We kind of fixed it up since I was like 17. Cool. Um, and barely made it out there, broke down about 12 times, but no deal price and friends yeah, started was the fruit of a lot of no's <laughs> a lot. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, that'll preach, dog. Um, yeah. And so we just kind of started it because for one, I was always in like indie, I was either fully in worship music, like leading worship, right. or I was in like indie surf bands. I was in a band mm-hmm. uh, for a little mm-hmm. bit right before I moved called coastal club that I just loved playing with them. And it was so nice. fun. Yeah. And my guitar was all the way up to my neck. And I'd play like yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> and so were your pant legs. Yeah, exactly. There was more there was more cuffs than a freshman year of you're getting cuffed more than a freshman year Dude. of Christian college. <laughs> Let's um, go. Uh, <laughs> and um so yeah, no, I, I, I loved doing that. And we just I, I never really thought about blending the two until like I took like a songwriting class. Yeah. And in, in BSM it was like a six week, you know, once a week thing, and they were just like talking about writing music and i was like man i feel like i should try to write something christian or about god yeah Yeah. um and so i was like i tried for like seven hours hated it i was like everything i'm writing is so not me and not the language i normally use and so i was like lord if you you know if you want if this is something i was like i'm perfectly content with our relationship these areas of my life being completely separated and like, you're still involved right. in my music, but it's not about you, you know, kind of thing. And right. Uh, right. I was like, but if you want there to be some sort of, of merge, I kind of need you to show me. So I, I, whenever I'm frustrated, I take a nap. <laughs> um, so I, I yes. took a nap and I can't, I don't really have the luxury of doing that now, now that I'm working like full time and, and <laughs> doing the band still. No, um, classic. Uh, but uh, then I fell asleep and I was, I, I woke up singing the bridge to what ended up being our first song we ever recorded like this it, full, full on and it really spoke to the you know the, the sound that we were going for the language we were going for and stuff like yeah. that so it was just kind of a cool yeah. process um but yeah that's i mean that's a little bit of kind of how it all started and just everything came together you know we, we when we decided we wanted to record our second song we asked who was our intern like who was like the intern of the worship pastor in second year of our ministry school who was yeah, kind of yeah. our mentor that year um like her our worship pastor Callie's intern was um guy named dave and he we were like hey you're a great keys player will you play keys on this song that we're recording and he's like sure yeah i'll do it for free and then um so he records that yeah it's great and we're like hey do you want to be a, actually like a part of this band and that's how dave, do you want to be a friend yeah so that's, how, that's how, how funk came in and then we were like let's play live at the end of the year so we we play the show and we're like okay adam wrote, wrote too many guitar parts for <laughs> him to play live and yeah, then yeah, we yeah, yeah. electric on because they're pretty intric- intricate to do while singing yeah. so we're like let's ask our buddy cam and then right. Cam came on play the show live with us. So we had a very rare scenario of we're still the cr- original crew, Whoa. and yeah. we didn't and we didn't have to. And it's like so rare because all the way through you know high school and middle school, I always tried to start bands, right. and all, never could find someone. I was always like trying to train a bassist to play guitar, trying to right, right. train a keys player to play bass, and it just never worked. And it just all of a sudden happened. I just had like the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and that was the most expendable part of my own band. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude, that's leadership, bro. You just, you know, it doesn't need, we don't need you because you trained up everybody else. Truly beautiful. 
Kind of like, too, you know, if you think about The Wizard of Oz, like what each person in The Wizard of Oz seeks after is what the other person has. So we're getting deep here. Okay, so the Tin Man wanted, uh, you know, a heart he wanted to feel, and he was linked up with the lion who was overly emotional and completely in touch with his emotions and sensitive, yet the lion wanted courage because uh, he was scared, and he was paired up with a scarecrow who would throw his body or do anything because he felt no pain. And then the scarecrow wanted a brain, and he was linked up with the Tin Man, which was like this highly engineered, sophisticated thing. So really the Gable Price and Friends, dude, the leadership model is just, you know, find people that complement one another. And we're just focused to getting Dorothy down that yellow brick road. Okay, speaking of reimagining things, you just released a new project, um, The Boxes. Thanks, bro. The boxes that humans made uh, with uh, several songs reimagined. So speaking of reimagining things, Theo and I had a couple ideas to rename the band um, just to see if you're into it. Okay, so here's the first one, which is less good. Okay, um, so you've heard of, you know, in the Bible, the good book, you know, we heard of the Tower of Babel, right, where we're like, you know, many languages speaking to people. Maybe you change the name of the band to the Tower of Gabel. And we're like reaching multiple genres. Again, less good. The second one is much better. Small tweak though, and we're getting a big alliteration boost. And so it goes from Gable Price and Friends to Gable Price and Pals. Price Pals. Mm. pals. Okay. So we'll, ta- <laughs> we'll take that under review. Speaking it's like of how the is mu- he supposed to respond to that? I know. <laughs> We're going to mark that one as maybe. <laughs> like as if he would be like, okay, let's change the name of yeah, our like, established you know, band. You know what? <laughs> Price and Pals could work. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can give you backstory to the name. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Hit us with it, dude. Well, we were deciding between names because I was just going to take this home and just, it was, it was called Gable Price and Friends, so I could do it with different groups of people every time. Um, right. in whatever city I was living in. So um, the reason we called it the Reading EP was because the next one was going to be called the Cincinnati EP when I moved to it. Oh, gotcha. um, and then I guess I just thought I was going to move somewhere else every year. But yeah. um, uh, but we were like, what do we call it? And so we were, we were going between a few things, and we were like, Gable Price and Company. We are like, eh. And then we called it uh, Gable Pat and the Absolute Boys was one option. Oh, was like, a girl who was singing on the album, so I was like, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. Um, it could be Gail Patton, the opposite binaries. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, we had to make this same switch because our fandom used to be called the Brothers and Garms. But then we decided, you know what, that's too exclusive. And now we're called the Garmy. Well, everyone else out there is called the Garmy. That's good. That's yeah. good. But we but anyways, ended up landing. No, we landed with Gable Price and Friends because I wanted to call us Gable AF. And just create, oh. <laughs> and just, ah. I, wanted to, I wanted to make stickers in like the Supreme font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red background, it just says, <laughs> it just says, uh, Gil Price AF on it. I like that, dude. That would be super, that would be super offensive. Speaking of offensive, um, you have a song, <laughs> you have a song that one of the lyrics reads, offend my heart so that I can know you more or love you more. Uh, it, know you more. Yes. Know you more. So I can know you more. Yeah. So I'm curious, what was the last trend or fashion thing that you saw that was initially offensive to you, meaning you weren't rocking with it, but then it, you know, helped you love it more and now you're, you stand by it. Or the last thing you just didn't understand, you're like, this is weird, but then you're like, you know what, it kind of hits. Yeah. Yeah. I think I didn't understand when Crocs came back. Mm -hmm. Um, I think 
I, I'm still not fully on board, but I've got one friend who's just really funny, and he's always like, "Should I, should I put these things in sport mode?" Yes. Right? For the thing. And so I'm like, "Okay, that's funny." Like, I get yeah, it. Like, yeah, as long yeah. As it's not just like, like people, you know, that as long as people I like are doing it, you know, I'll be fine with it. Right, I didn't right, get right. big. I didn't get the chunky shoe trend for a bit, like the okay. clothes that everyone was wearing. I just didn't yep. get it at all. Yeah, you're all right. You dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah, so I now what I the happy medium I found with that one yeah. is I got this pair of um their Nikes. I don't know if I see them anywhere over here. No, they're probably not over here. But um this pair of Nikes and they're not bulky or chunky, but they're definitely a bigger shoe than I'm used to. They're not a Vans, yeah. they're not a you know, like a tight running shoe or something like right, that. Right. But when I wear them, I feel so confident uh, because yeah, I feel so go, much taller. I, I, I mean, I'm like, I'm a sturdy six foot, so like not a bad height. Okay, um, okay. But when I wear these, I'm like six one, six two. you know, I'm just like, let's yes. go, dog. The confidence. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I, I like those. So I can understand the chunky shoe thing, especially if you're on right. the shorter side. Um, right. But, you know, like I just didn't get it for a while where I was like, man, these are like, I like, I think all the trends that are like somehow like, you look better by looking worse mm-hmm. like by uh, by offending by offending the mind oh you got me man. Uh, yeah so it's like so, so one of the ones no like right the one that i've come around to is a little bit of the the bigger shoe thing like i've always been like kind of like thrift stuff you know it's kind of mm-hmm. how i made my yeah. california as i sold as i resold a bunch of stuff nice um and uh but you know it's like i i'm not opposed to it it was just like the one that was i would always see was like the big shoe and like not necessarily like a, a new one like you know how like yep. you know yeezys are making like the bigger like chunkier shoe mm-hmm. right, like right. With like a lot of like you know like a lot of texture on the outside and stuff like that right right not necessarily that but like the you know big feel almost like a like a like a uh, like a sketchers look kind of thing yeah, yeah. Um, shape yeah. And I think that that one kind of that one got me a little bit, and I'm coming around to it because there are people that I like that are doing it. Like, right? You know, you know, so I think that's yeah, that's kind of probably the last one for me. Okay, so if one of the friends are doing it, you're jumping on board and saying, okay, I can get behind well, this bit. Well, well, yeah, no, our guys are just incredibly different, like so yeah. different in terms of what they wear, what they like, what they listen to. Um, yeah. So like, you know, I'm, I, I, I think that I, you know, Dave and Cam. Are both okay. still on the on the in the boot side of things? You know, I still okay. wear. I've got yep. a great pair of Red Wings that I wear all the time. Um, but they're yeah. they're a lot more of a boot guy with like you know like a, mm-hmm. a heavier denim pants yeah. and like um, you know like classic jacket. Daniel is a lot more on like the high, our drummer Daniel is more on the high, like the height yeah, yeah. where he nice. you know he cool. taught me the word he taught me what bet means. Um, yes. and, uh, and uh, he he you know he'll he'll wear like the. The more like like he'll have like a Supreme hoodie and then like some Yeezys. For sure, he got he got ripped off on some Yeezys once. Oh, I uh, hate to he, see it, dog. He, he, he traded with some guy from a like another church in Reading. Like he was like, hey, let's just trade for from another rival ministry school. A rival <laughs> ministry school. And come to find out, the other guys were fake. Dang. And, uh, oh wow. Like, hey, can I get hey? Can I get mine back? And just never heard from him again. Ooh, Anyways, nice. Uh, if you're listening to this, give him his shoes back. Yeah, give, yeah, come on. We'll cancel you on our on our limited uh, reach Instagram page. Yeah, we'll arm we'll arm the Garmy to do you harm me. Okay, no. Um, speaking of which, Gable, something we've talked about on the pod, and um, 
right now we're recording the day after Easter, so he is risen, the tomb is empty. Um, but we believe every single person in their style journey has a little bit of a process, and there's three main stages, okay? And so also on the pod, we're not like gurus or endorsers of like a certain style or aesthetic. We're here for whatever the Garmy wants to come up with. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm in the like the boot world to a degree. I'm also in what I call the post sneaker world, meaning like you can wear shoes every day that aren't sneakers, like that aren't Nike, that aren't Yeezys, whatever. And Theo uh, has a sick like is really tapping into like the classy part of like some of those streetwear things right now. And so yeah, we like to compliment one another. But as I was saying. As I was saying, the three main stages of someone's personal style first starts with dressing or curating the fit for the opposite sex. Or, you know, from our point of view, for guys, you know, I'm dressing for the girls, right? Like I'm dressing to like, um, you know, merit some sort of attention or favor. Okay, stage two, it becomes dressing for, again, from the guy's perspective, it becomes dressing for the guys. So you're like competing with your boys. Like, oh, look at that. Or like, maybe you're like, oh, this is funny. Like, this is a bandana that has home is where my dogs are. And so you're like wearing stuff to like, you know, crack a joke or it's like with your boys. And then the third, the final form is dressing for yourself. Meaning like, you know, I do what I do because I like it. Where does Gable Price and just Gable Price fall on the spectrum right now? Where do you find yourself? Um... (laughs) Where do I dress right now? Well, I think there are two different, like two different aspects of where I'm dressing right now. It's like yeah, I don't right. think I'm definitely not dressing for the girls. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, just because, like, because clarify, you are booed up at the moment. I'm, I'm incredibly booed up, and it's consistent yeah. as heck. Um, I love and it. then, uh, and then, uh, but I'm also I don't I don't feel like I've ever really done like the dress for other people thing, where gotcha. like yeah. when I when I moved to Reading everyone wore like all black everything mm-hmm. and like everyone looked like they're the production team for the church so i'm like oh you work here and yes. they're like no i'm a first year ministry school student i'm like oh cool gotcha like, but you have so many I'm... keys like what's the deal I'm like yeah I'm like put your keys on your hip but you're kidding um, dude yeah um but uh no so i mean but at, at a certain point i did buy some like a lot of things i wouldn't have bought when i moved here yeah um yeah uh, so like, I guess I can't really say that, but I'd say right now I'm definitely at a place where the majority of the time I'm dressing for me and like me, because I think I've always been like me for sure. And like, awesome. um, you know, like I'll wear a shirt and like some, my, my mom will message me. She'll be like, that is the most Gable shirt I've ever seen. That's ever. awesome. Aww. You know, yeah. kind of thing where I think that like, I've, I've always kind of just done my, done my thing. And at a certain point, like it's always been influenced by someone, you right. know? Um, right. And, uh, so like, for me, I'm just kind of choosing like a different person to be influenced by than the people around me a lot of times in terms of clothing. But then yeah. there are times where I'm like, I just started leading worship at Bethel. Okay. Um, so I just had my first Sunday uh, on the 28th. Look at you now. Yeah, look the at you now. The no's turn to yes. <laughs> there was a part of me that was like, oh, what am I allowed to wear? And they yeah. haven't given us any expectation of that where they didn't do anything to basically just be like, Hey, you can't wear what you normally wear. But there was a part of me that was like, you know, a little bit, like a little bit tempted to just like pull up some David Funk videos and be like, okay, what did he wear in this one? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just totally. you know, like, um, 
And yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that I'm in the place where I like fully dress like me, but I right. also have a half of my closet that's like, if I'm playing a show, mm-hmm. if I'm going, course, if I'm yeah, in yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, because the, the I'm not going to wear wardrobe and the everyday uniform. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I, I don't think I'm going to wear a lot of the things that I would wear for shows. Actually, I probably would, but I mean, like, yeah. it'll be a little less often. Yeah. Like I've got this amazing, I always say I break it out once a year, but that's just because we haven't really done a full tour yet. But I have this pink. Yeah bomber jacket from the it's kind of a bomber jacket yeah it's this pink bomber jacket that says Rayleigh's and then hot summer nights coca-cola 1998 that's dang dog and it is so cool yeah Um, sick but it's just hot pink and um, right i was gonna wear it in the midway drive music video but there was the logo on it so i couldn't um yeah to see it capitalism yeah but i'm glad that i (laughs) (laughs) but i'm glad that i didn't because it was so that day it was like the oh yeah we shot it in march like it was like three days before the world shut down um that we shot it so it was wild that it all worked out but um especially because our friends were flying from ohio um to california so they were able to travel still but um yeah it was just like the one hot day of the spring yeah yeah Dude, you're hitting on such an interesting dynamic that Theo and I have discussed off-pod, but the idea that maybe you were going, and again, not putting words in your mouth, but that you were maybe stepping through this idea of like there's a uniform to fit in to be like this certain level of leadership, you know, and that's not exclusive to to Bethel or or Reading or or anywhere. You know, even in the preaching like side of it, there's sometimes the, the blueprint or the uniform of like, you know, semi-hype sneakers and this thing, and that's how, like, other speakers know I'm legit. And so there's, like, this uniform pressure to, like, you know, co-sign, like, I belong here. But Theo and I were talking off pod that, you know, you've heard the leadership staple of, like, you should be the same person on the stage as you are off the stage, you know, character-wise. But we would also submit, like, you should rock fits on the stage that you would rock off the stage. And so you hit on it beautifully of like, I dress like me, whether that is, you know, on stage leading worship or, you know, even the, the back and forth of the, the show, which, which I agree is a little different because it's like you could go crazy for a show that's not like a, you don't have to worry about distracting someone where that's like the worship dynamic, but you hit on it beautifully without even knowing, dude, us and Gable Price on the same freaking wavelength. And speaking of the emphasis of the GARMs, we're going to switch to our next subject, which is GARMs, clothes and shoes. So, Gabriel, we want to know, like, the Garmin wants to know the nitty-gritty, like, what are the brands or even styles that Gable Price is super into rocking right now? For me, I don't think, like, I'm definitely, okay, I, I know what it is. There's not a brand to it, but I love okay. NASCAR shirts. Yo, let's go. Yeah. I, I the raceway wear... tee, dude. Dale Earnhardt. I, I wear so much Dale Earnhardt shirts. Like I always, whenever I yes. buy a new thing, like a really nice piece of clothing, I'm like, this is great. I am going to wear my Dale Earnhardt shirts more. Yeah. Or like yeah, I yeah. have a bunch of John, John Elway, the old quarterback cool. of the Broncos shirts. Yeah. I was, I was, it's my, my fun fact is when my parents were choosing a name for me, they were deciding between Gable and Elway. Um, wow. Like after oh, the no Broncos way. quarterback, which would have been cool, but he also not always the best dude. Um, yeah. but, uh, uh, so, um, okay. So I wear a lot of that. I have re I recently got a jacket from rhythm, which is an Australian bro. I just got a shirt from rhythm this weekend. Okay. Well, you know, we also have something later on the show called the post tithe pickup. So, uh, don't be afraid to revisit that. But anyways, go off on just what you're feeling right now, dude. 
but yes, rhythm is hot, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that one. I, in the box humans made video, that white jacket, that's a rhythm. A rhythm. Oh, okay, sick, 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 sick. Um, I, I always love like a low top doc look like so Doc yeah. with a with a like white, white sock cuff pants like the right. 1461 right. yeah yeah no those ones are great like the, there's a green suede pair um yes that they did a collab with likes. bodega a while ago that i i've been i kind of look at every time i i do all right but right now i gotta put an air conditioner in the van so um okay. uh but um no so i i like those things and i'd say just graphic more graphic tees in terms of shoes i'm pretty standard like I've got a pair a pair of um I mostly just wear like this uh all cream colored pair of Converse as cool. well as um my old housemate made me a pair of Converse that she stitched a dandelion into it Whoa, and said kind it. of and the if you're reading this it's too late writing from Drake it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm no dandelion and then it was the fraction heart uh you know That's like it. the kind of rick, like the the heart where it's kind of rippling off and because it's the earlier from midway driver it says i'm no Let's i'm no go. dandelion i'm a wish and a hand so i wear Ooh. that pair a ton i love that's that it. pair and then i've got that pair of red wings so yeah th that's definitely yeah. what i'm kind of kind of feeling i don't I've, i bought too much clothes during um shutdown so right, right now i'm just kind of trying to you're like, I have nowhere to wear them, but I have them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading never, Reading kind of shut down. You know, <laughs> yeah, really. Stuff. Got you, got you. Yeah. Um, when you check out your Instagram, again, you're the six man mobster. And so clearly there's an emphasis and knowledge of sports. Does that influence some of those vintage tees you're picking up? Like, for instance, are you, does it have to be a vintage Dale Earnhardt? Like, are you wearing a modern NASCAR thing or you like the art and the aesthetic of the vintage sports and that's coming in? Um, I think it could be anything really. I think that, um, I think the majority of them probably were remakes recent cause they don't feel like yeah. they're from, you know, 2000, like the year 2000, like they, they feel pretty newer, kind of like a Hanes BPT. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, um, so like, I, I think with, with some vintage stuff, I love like a good, like I've got a couple vintage LAPs from, nice. uh, of, uh, the, the sports illustrated, uh, cover when he beat, um, when the Broncos in 97 beat the Packers in the Super Bowl, yeah. so sweet, oh, redem nice. sweet, redem sweet redemption on it. And that was the That's first it. like old shirt that I got that I, d I just love that shirt and the back yeah. of it ripped. Um, okay. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, cut off the, the basically sports illustrated cover and stitch it to the back of a jacket. Oh, that'd oh be cool. Sick. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. uh, it'll be cool. Okay, that sounds like a stage fit to me. Speaking of which, now we want to know what's the wardrobe of a, of a bona fide rock star, dude? Like, when you're doing these live shows, again, RIP, like, it's been a minute. But when you're doing these things, are you going for, like, yo, I really want to rock and shock this garm? Or you're thinking about how sweaty you're going to get? Or what's the what's the mindset going in there? Do all the friends color coordinate? What's the deal? Dude, um... If you want to talk to a bona fide rock star, I mean, John Foreman, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I sell glass for a living. Um, uh, but, um, but, but no, um, I, uh, so in terms of stage fits, when we, as a band, Gable Price and yep. Friends has played four shows. Ever. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, we've only played four shows because we were all in ministry school while yeah. we were writing Fraction Heart. Fraction Heart dropped in, in, in June, which was four months after pandemic started. Um, yeah. So we haven't had a ton of time to coordinate and play yeah. shows and stuff like that. But um, I do I do have to think of if I'm going to be super sweaty, but I'm the, genuinely the sweatiest person I've ever met in my life. Really? And I know a lot of people that can definitely confirm. So yeah. um, 
Um, so yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I guess I'm deciding with that in mind, but I also am aware that it's just going to be, um, it's just going to be how it is. It's, it's going to be a yeah. sweat fest regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if it's the guys, if we know we're recording video, we're like, just stay away from big logos, um, and stuff that like course, that. Yeah. But it, but it, but it can be cool, you know. Like, it's kind of it's it's funny when we're pulling up because we're all you know worship team guys. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so we're playing on Sundays and we're wearing our shirts, and then we like all of a sudden we show up to a, sh- a show, and I'm wearing my yeah. I've got this this hockey jersey of it says Dale Junior on the back. So and good, uh yeah. and it's a budweiser shirt so i'm like it's just a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. so, so with, with us like i'm I, like i usually say i'm like don't look like a don't look like a frat boy you know but like yeah, also right, don't, right, right. you know like but but wear what you want to want where because like gable price and friends at, at the end of it is a passion project for all of us you know it's mm, it, sure. it's got potential to become an, to turn into a career but you know yeah. we are aware of every you know musician yeah has, has another thing they do you yeah. Know, um, I've I've realized a ton more with with uh, just you know knowing some friends out in Nashville. You know, like Scotty right. Mills, guitar player for Colony House. He he does right. tons of studio work. And right. you know, Will Chapman, their drummers, got that Franklin Drum Company. So it's like yeah. everyone's kind of got another thing. So I I kind of try to hold it lightly of like this is our passion project. If we want to be a little bit more gnarly with like the melodies we do, with crazy instrumentals, with boxes humans made. You know, kind of like that instrumental at the end of Heretic, like. It's like, you know, this is, you know, none of us need, need people sure. pricing friends, but yeah. we all love it. So I want to yeah, keep yeah. it like that and just give people like the authority. Like I never want to be the front man. It's like, this is what we're doing. And this is what you have to I do. do. Treat yeah. Like a session guy, because at the same time, you know, we're all, we were all best friends before we started the band. So I'm like, I know that you're different. And I know that if it all sounded like me, every song would have this beat. And then it'd be like, God, 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 like kind of that bridge yeah, line, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are my country. I yep. was like, Daniel, please do it. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, All right. Again. But yeah, man, that's that's kind of you know we cool. don't we don't color coordinate. We don't do that yet. But I'm sure yeah, when yeah. we get when it gets to be the the shows get to be a little bit more often, I'm sure that sure. we I'm sure that we're gonna uh, need things to, need to spice things up and so yeah, of course. I see that from y'all's perspective as like you just think it's super funny like. Hey, let's all wear let's all wear white because that would just be super funny. And then all because I'm guessing, are you guys all on? You're not married, any of you, or is one of you married? Man, you're capturing just such a sweet moment of like God given like brotherhood in singleness. You know what I mean? Uh, where Theo Theo's newly married, coming up on a year. I've been married four years and have two kids. Um, and so there's just there's just different levels of what you're able to do. And so it's super cool seeing like dudes who love God, but also love each other. And it's like, let's just have f- let's literally laugh and have fun and do something that's freaking funny. And let's all wear like because when you go to y'all Spotify, you've got the group photo of everyone like holding each other's waist. And it's just like, yeah, we make sick like we put quality into the product, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, which is uh I don't, it's just on y'all Spotify. Like you're all like, or your heads are all laying on each other. Yep. So it's like clearly funny. So that's what my Theo and I's approach to the pod is we try to deliver a quality product, but man, by no means are we taking ourselves too yeah, seriously. Yeah. And I think that the worst seasons of the band 
are the ones where I have, it's not to push away vision because I'm a much of a, a vision person, but right. when it's just your vision, like when it's just my vision that I'm going right. after, that's when it gets, that's when it gets rough is like, you know, you don't treat the guys like your friends. You kind of try to make it like something, you know, like try to make it like these guys make it out there, but then, you know, in two years, their band breaks up kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But we're like, you know, we're like, we wanted this for a super long time and we want to enjoy being around each other and we want to do the most ironic stuff and we want to shoot yeah. a freaking music video in Chuck E. Cheese if they'll let us. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like, uh, like it'd yeah. be hilarious, but like a super intense song. That would be so sick. Imagine if Repentance's music video was just us and Chuck E. Cheese playing skee ball. Dang, Dude, that'd be sick. And for sure, can see the shot of like you singing with like the on or the like mechanical band behind you, like just doing their yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, Chuck E. Cheese. You're, You're reading our minds, bro. That'd be sick. Be that'd be so tight. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen. Something like that will happen. Yeah. 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 All right, Gable, good to know about the Garms. We're going to transition to the last segment, really saving the best for last. And as people, longtime listeners of the Garmy know, we save this segment for last because we get to explore our guests, and then it's even more cool to hear what God's doing. Last segment is God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bro, just tell us something that God's doing in your life, something he's showing you, something you're discovering about the good the good big man upstairs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's yeah, I could go. I could go a lot of different directions like this, and I always try not to get too processy on this. Where like, right. if I don't know where I'm at with it, I might just overshare kind of thing. <laughs> You're like, so but, I was um, thinking, like, you know, I, is I, he risen? Like, I, I, was like <laughs> I was like, so yeah, me and Mother God, we're just. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, I. Uh, it's been a really, really cool process with the Lord, where with yeah. fractioned heart. When we started it, I was really in a rough spot. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess when we started it, I was great. And then yeah. as we got closer, so like when I wrote Underdressed, wrote Evergreen, like right. stoked ministry school, I'm giddy out of my mind. I go on yeah. tour that summer and I start kind of having my first existential crisis. Yeah. Uh, not my first, probably my second one. Um, and But then I get on tour with Mike Mains and he's walking me through it a ton we're having yeah. a great time talking about, I learned a ton about myself and what I learned in the process is I'm like, music is hard. And yeah. if I'm not making the music I want to make, I shouldn't do it. So I was, yeah. so that was where we kind of made the sonic transition from the touchy robe songs to the Ostrak mm-hmm. revival. As soon as we got back, we wrote Ostrak revival. Um, cool. But uh, with the Lord, I, I called, you know, fraction heart, my faith crisis record mm-hmm. um, where I was just very much in a crisis before writing it you know it's what kind of fueled the questioning you know if you walked in my home and you made your glory known would i be the person who would throw the first stone would i be the Mm. person who you shot and crucify him or would i be the one who would you know my tears would soak your feet and i could wash your feet with my tears so like it started this really cool really cool really interesting really painful process of just being like confronting the pharisee in me um and it's it's still a really common thing in my life especially as we get into a very 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 i think john mark comer calls it postmodern christianity yeah or uh he was a and big, so uh, comer guy yeah I, I love john mark comer but it's we're in a very interesting time where i'm in a band that isn't necessarily a worship band yeah like yeah, yeah. you know you know uh and we're also not necessarily you know, we're not going to tour with Kings of Leon. That would be cool, but right, you know, right. I, I I couldn't I couldn't see them having us. And it's also like all of our guys are just very different. Election season happened, and right. the world is in a wild place. 
Um, mm -hmm. The summer happened with, you know, the racial injustice and, um, and, you know, all of these things happened and it yeah. kind of created this whole overarching, the church is useless belief among 20 right. somethings. Right. And so I've spent a very long time. I think had I not gone through the faith crisis in August of 2019 yeah. um, and really found out like, oh, like the questions up here, way up here, mm -hmm. why do bad things happen to good people? Why, mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. Um, I found out down here really well. I know God is real and I know he loves me. Yeah. I know the church is his body and I know it has flaws. And I know that it is also, um, you know, to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater is just a wild, wild, wild concept and right, very right. common in 2021 of, sure. you know, just, you know, one thing's bad, throw it all out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so with one thing that God has been teaching me is how really, really faithfully was to confront that part of me and find yeah. out what I believe back then, because I genuinely don't think I would have, uh, I don't think I would have made it through what's yeah, going yeah. on right now with yeah. just, um, just seeing things on Easter, even of just like, since Easter's happening, you know, yeah. it's, it's always the big text on colorful backgrounds of like. You know, like when Easter's happening, you know, you know, you didn't cause Jesus's death and stuff like that. It's just like right, a, right. very much of a, any uncomfortable feeling is banished. Uh, yep. Um, so it's been like a very happy medium because I have been really critical of, you yeah. know, modern Christianity. And I, I love the Lord. I love I love church. I've always loved it. I kind of got back to that point where I got to a point I just hit. A spot where I was like, I've always loved church. Like yeah. I, I, I love it. I love the people that's there. I think there are a lot of flaws, and I think it needs to. There are things that need to change. Right. Um, mostly just you know, you know, red and blue from the pulpit. You know, uh, of course, yeah. So, uh, but I think that um, it's just been a wild. Con it's just been a wild concept of, to just realize of like okay, my time of questioning that is done and I need to be a safe place for people who are going through that, but also know where I stand, know where I believe, know that our band has influence yeah. to just be like, hey, you know, we are the bride of Christ and you can't throw us out with the bathwater. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, where it's just like, it's. I was talking to a friend the other day and it really hit on what I was starting to think and believe. Uh, he, he spent some time doing uh, missionary work in England and yeah. he was saying that it's interesting there in in, in Europe that uh, um, there's you know the big boom of church shut out mm -hmm. and faith basically become became non-existent and a new church rose mm -hmm. up from it. He's like, I really think that's what's happening right now. I'm like, oh gosh, I yeah. hope not. Uh, but also at the <laughs> same time, I'm like, man, like the amount of hope that people who have gone through those kind of things feel is just wild. So I think the Lord right. is just really inspiring hope in me. Yeah. As well as just confronting parts of me of like, why, why yeah. do you want to, you know, like, why am I challenging so many things mm. right. of like, um, uh, and also, I mean, it's, 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 it's good, you know, right. So just like finding this happy medium of why did, why did I feel that check in my heart when I felt that feeling against that person or about what right. they said? Why right. do I, you know, and it's both ends of the spectrum for me where I will oftentimes really side with like the woke part of culture. And then there are sides yeah. that all times I'll really side with like the, I've grown up in church my whole life and right. like, you know, just finding like the beauty of the bride and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just been a very, very, very 
interesting, intriguing time with the Lord yeah. of discovering, you know, who am I in this movement of post Christianity culture? Yeah. Yeah. Just what, yeah. You know, who, who am I in this moment of time? Cause there's never been a me right here. And so there's something specific God has for me and, and the journey and process he's showing and revealing us. So Gable beautifully said, my man, as we wrap up the section of God. Now, before we get you out of here, dude, we want to know, we have a segment called the post tithe pickup, AKA the PTP. Now this is after you paid your tithe, you gave your 10% to the Lord. What was the last item that tickled your fancy and you pulled the trigger and acquired it and added it to the drobe, AKA the wardrobe. And then what's the next thing, Gable price that is in your sights that you're ready to pull the trigger on for your next post tithe pickup oh man well last time it was an air conditioner okay yeah. <laughs> i thought that it's not clothes but i because if you're sweating in all of your outfits then it's just not going to work it's just not yeah. great you know you can't have we're stacking the deck against the sweat attack <laughs> <laughs> no man uh i'd say i don't know what the last thing was because i like i said i haven't bought clothes in a while yeah but the next thing i know for a fact is going to be those freaking green suede bodega Doc yeah, because they're just so cool. Yeah. Um, I want them so bad. I would love an Anthony Davis jersey of the Lakers. Sick. Um, yep. So I'd probably buy that. And yeah. then as soon as the new Space Jam jerseys come out with the yeah. LeBron Space Jam jersey, I will buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love Space Jam and LeBron yeah. and the I'm NBA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Those are some good picks. Definitely some basketball themed picks. Love that. I love basketball. Is it your favorite sport? Do you like the way they dribble up and down the court? Oh, cool. Okay, side note, and I know you guys are trying to close it up, but do you remember the little Bow Wow version of that song? I'm oh, like sure. Mike. Yes, like the way that I like the pick and roll, I like the give and go. No, this is basketball for sure. Bow Wow, let's go. Oh, dang. Bro, Dude, Gable Price cover either. at one of your shows, eh? Oh, absolutely. No, I've yeah. always said, okay, there's another side note. I'm like, if we're ever on like an extremely CCM tour. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're, and we're opening in front of everyone, you know, like, right. and like, you know how sometimes the sound people have to sound check and yep. large, like, like the audience. Yeah. yeah so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, we, we've got to do like an ironic song. Like, That'd be so good. like, like we're playing basketball or like, <laughs> life is a highway. It's always not yes, yes. never broke my heart. Yes. Um, you know, songs like that. I'm like, it's going to be a that. little bit ironic because oh, I love that. You know, the classic sound checking with one of your songs just gets old. No, for sure. Well, and that should draw people's attention, man. Okay, this was a question I had up in the guys, and then we'll roll out the red carpet for you. Who would you say, again, for the listeners at home, who does Gable Price and Friends sonically sound like now? And who are some of your band uh, goals that you're like, man, I'd love to sound like this, or I'd love to capture a sound similar to this, or even like uh, otherworldly influences? Yeah, um, I I would say that. W- so when we started, we were always really, really inspired by, obviously John Mark McMillan, uh, yeah. Citizens. Uh, uh-huh. We we love our guy Hunter Hunter Thompson, yeah. and then uh, Corey Asbury. Those were the four guys. Yes. Those were the four things when we started. We're like, man, that would be great. And then, cool. um, you know, we we love. We've got some stuff more so recently that feels very Kings of Leon in terms of our yep. core our core choices. Especially, we're all super inspired by their new album. Yeah, um, a couple melodies I've been working on. That's a little bit more Brandon Flowers, Killers esque. Gotcha. Um, that's sick. Uh, we love our guys in Colony House. Those are those are definitely like some huge inspirations. 
you know, yeah. sonically. I love how much stops they have in their songs. I've always been a huge yeah, yeah. fan of just like very, very staccato, like like hitty songs. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so I'd say, and then I'd say moving forward, we just kind of want to find the tasteful way to go off, you know, yeah. <laughs> kinda, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and find that where, um, where we can find a way that our top song will be our best musical song. Yeah. Because we, we, you know, with Fractioned Heart, you know, Communion did, did really well. We love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, Repentance did really well. And now, and now, so Heretic, Awestruck, 10% are all doing really, really well. But yeah. one that we're sad has gotten lost a little bit in translation is not safe. And because yeah. musically, that was the only one that we were like, let's just make basically like if if Radiohead had the musicians that King of Kings of Leon, you know, kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Wow. And so, and I'd say, you know, moving forward, like we just want to find a tasteful way to be able to do that that our listeners will respond to and doesn't kind of right. take us away from big from big opportunities. It's not a selling out thing. It's more of just like a, Hey, we want to do this. How can we do everything we want to do while still merging with, Hey, we need to be able to keep our songs under six minutes and we need to be able to, um, you know, pull this off live and have people be able to do covers of this. And, uh, and I would say, yeah, with our new stuff that we're working on, it's just honestly my favorite stuff we've ever done from yeah. a musical standpoint it's just so fun and daniel our drummer is just so highlighted in it Let's which go. is like one thing that we've always felt you know through the course of the band is just like we want daniel to be able to go off which is kind of hard to do when we don't have a practice space most of it's done over midi before we hit the studio so no, we're just yeah. focusing more on that so you're just saying the goal moving forward is to be able to stay gable Stay Gable, and then blow up and act like we don't know anybody. I love it, dude. Well, before we get you out of here, dude, there's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell the people at home how they can find you and what song they should listen to first from Gable Price and Friends. Oh, man, that's a great question. I would say how to find us is we are Gable Price and Friends on Instagram, um, Facebook. What about you? I'm Gable Pat, so G-A-B-L-E, like table, but with a G. And then P A T like hat, but with a P. Like um, and then uh, so, and then you can find us on Spotify, Gable Price and Friends. I would say if you're if you want a um, overarching taste of what Gable Price and Friends is, listen to our live, our uh, you know our fractioned live record because <laughs> it gives you a taste of both our more rock and roll and our more worshipful songs. Um, yeah mixed with the energy we can carry live i would say that would be the best way to figure it out and then check out repentance our new release love it from the boxes teams made ep and just listen to the whole thing while you're at it sounds great yeah it's gonna be nice yeah it's gonna help that ac keep going well guys that was gable price on another episode of ministry where gable thanks for coming on the pod my guy Theo, thank you for being here. Guys, this was another episode of Ministry Wear. Shout out to all the Garmy out there. And as always, it's blessings over stressings. Peace.